Hello, everyone, and welcome to I'm Like Really Funny. I'm Jack. I'm Sam. And today we have a special guest with us, Marav. Hi. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hello. All right. So we're going to dive in first with an update. Um, as promised at uh, during last episode, I have decided on my witty title. Uh, inspired burr, 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 burr. by Sam. My new title is Art Bastard Dungeon Master Podcaster. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Yeah. I feel pretty yeah. proud of it. Um, Sam, you didn't help me at all with it, and I'm really disappointed. Yes. <laughs> but, like, I did. See, Mariah's like, laughing because she knows that I did. <laughs> but you didn't. But that's we fine. S- no, we sat there and we were like, yeah, you like to do things, and... You no. asked me, like, one question, and then I was like, art bastard. And you were like, yeah, go with that. Yeah, I like, <laughs> see? <laughs> Thank you. All right. You can have credit, sure. Okay. And then I also have a correction to make from last time. Corner, um, this corner, is corner. Our, our corner, 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 which is inspired by Corrections Corner from My Favorite Murder, uh, which is another great podcast that you all should listen to. So our corner, corner, corner... My corner, corner, corner is that I have learned that clapping ass is not just sex. Um, clapping ass is anytime the ass is clapping, whether it be <laughs> farts or uh, it Wait, can Mar- be sex. Or Marav, what did you say? So I thought clapping ass, and this is I learned this from the drag community, is when you twerk so hard your butt cheeks clap. That's what I yeah, think. it's anytime the ass is clapping. anytime the ass cheeks are clapping i have learned i'm sorry that i was on a soapbox about it last time sam um and so i apologize there's my correction i uh i accept that apology and and now i'm thinking about like how hard would you have to be moving your pelvis for your butt cheeks to clap i mean do you know how to twerk do either of you know how to twerk mom taught me Mom taught you? <laughs> Your mom taught you? Wait, but that, okay, so what you don't know, maybe, Marav, is that our mom used to be a professional belly dancer, so in all possible, in all likelihood, <laughs> she may actually know how to twerk. <laughs> That's amazing. I would have not known that about her. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, she taught me because I was, like, you know, like, bending my body like an idiot, and mom was like, no, 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 you gotta, like, use your low abs and, like, pull forward and that mm. allows your booty to go back. So, like, yeah, it's not like a pop back because that, like, hurts your lower back because I'm not here for that. It's like a engage your lower abs, unengage your lower abs. And uh, that's what my mom so, like, told me. Is it like a tuck and release? And the release yes. is what does it? Yeah. The release I is when the that. clapping, the ass clapping actually yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it really quickly, though. And, like, if you're... When you watch some of these videos of people twerking, you're like, oh my god, they've got some rock solid lower abs. I'm all like yeah. thinking about it, like doing kegels up in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little lower abs? <laughs> yeah, it's a little too far down. <laughs> it's the, the ab floor, one might call it, the pelvic floor. <laughs> the ab floor? I was thinking like the pelvis tuck and release, and I was like, I'm doing kegels. <laughs> no, it's like kind of the like the upper fupa area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fupa. It's yeah. like 
It's like when you're in a class and they make you do fucking leg lifts and you're like, I may die, which I can't do at all because of my lower back. So I have to like bend my knees. But like just yeah. doing a, it a little bit, you're like, oh, that's my lower abs. I've never felt them in this way before. But now you know when you're doing that that you're building your twerkability to clap the ass. Wow. I think I tried, like, they tried to teach us in, in class, like, in movement class before, and I horribly failed. But the, I didn't know about the lower ab engage release thing, so maybe I'll have to try it. Yeah, that's, like, a real revelation. I also right? don't know if I have a big enough ass for the cheeks to clap, but that's a different story. I mean, <laughs> you gotta be going hard to make it clap. Like It's like watching videos of people, like, Marav, you know this, like, watching people... Um, like do pole dancing it looks so effortless and easy but then to actually do it is like so insanely difficult it's, and so I feel like twerking is like kind of the same way yeah oh when I first started I had so many bruises and yeah. now that I've been out of practice for quite a while I'm like how the hell did I even like lift myself for two seconds I can't even do it for <laughs> a split second right now so you just got a pole at home though I did how was yeah. that? How what was setting that up like as a single person <laughs> a in single a pandemic? <laughs> a single person living alone with a dog during a pandemic. Um, yeah. It was not as hard as I was expecting it to. Um, they do recommend that the first installation is done by two people, but I think that um, you're just gonna like, risk it. <laughs> well, one, I was just gonna risk it, but also my theatrical expertise and like my whole. I used oh, yeah. to build sets for theater. I could figure it out. I have a level, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can figure it out. I have a yeah, level. Have a level. That's very theater. I'm like, I've got a level. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So reading the instructions, the that was the frustrating part is that I was like, hoping and expecting it to be more Ikea-like in that assume I'm the dumbest person <laughs> and like and show not me. a professional installing a literal pole in my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was really hoping that it would be like they assume I'm an idiot, show me, don't tell me. And they uh -huh. were like half showing, half telling and they weren't yeah. using um, it wasn't no the same people. verbiage for the same part all of the times. So I had to like really analyze the pamphlet and like figure it out but once i did it was really easy um yeah because it, came, up, it the... came in like two large parts that you put together and mm. then you choose the extension depending on the height of your ceiling um, it was the coat the codex deciphering that took <laughs> the longest <laughs> part yeah. yeah but i was really proud of myself could you imagine fun. though like could you imagine getting the like getting the pole like it's already pre-assembled. It's come in the mail, just like a long pole wrapped in like wrapping paper. <laughs> and then you open it and there's like beak people showing you how to put it together. Beak people? What are beak That's people? That's what Ikea uses. Beak people? Yeah, they like don't have noses. They're just like beak oh. people. <laughs> in my mind, I was thinking like Mad TV Spy vs. Spy. Beak. Mm. That's what I was thinking. That's another good... Yeah, amorphous. Follow those directions. <laughs> IKEA beef people. I mean, beef. beak people. Beef. <laughs> uh, this is a good segue into theater stuff, though, because I know that we wanted to talk about that a little bit. We do, but I have to interject momentarily because um, 
we may hear some trash can cars, oh, trucks. Tell us the uh, trash saga. <laughs> well, it's not really uh, a saga. I just want to, like, make sure everyone knows that you may hear, like, the apocalypse beginning. But don't worry. That's only them taking out the trash for the seventh day in a row outside my apartment. Oh. I mean, I this thought is... the apocalypse began already, so. Well, yeah. I guess that. we are like a couple plagues in at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, because Ryan was like, he, you were asleep, Sam. He messaged me on Discord and he went on for like half an hour about the garbage <laughs> trucks. He was really upset and he really needed somebody to talk to. So he was messaging me. He sent me a little video that he'd taken of them banging around the the racket like you yeah it's not unbelievable because you live there but as someone who doesn't live there is unbelievable <laughs> the hu- uh, the amount of rat like beep beep <laughs> just no it's horrible horrible it, How do what you it is what, what what it is really is that they're just jousting so they've got those things on the front of <laughs> the trash cans <laughs> and they've decided to just ram dumpsters into each other as fast and as hard as they can go, but only if it launches the bottles out and they break all the glass all over the floor. Um, ah, yeah, you get extra points for that. Yeah. No, but really what I what I think it is, is that, like, they used to do it where it was, like, once, maybe twice a week, and it was, like, an hour, and now they've been doing it, like, every day. So I don't know if they've, like, switched anything. What kind but- of fucking garbage removal takes an hour? Well, I live by, like, three large apartment buildings. Oh, I see. So it's, like, 30 minutes at each yeah. building. Yeah. yeah. So it's, like, you can That's see the people across the street. Works, but... <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I don't know if they were doing it when you were here the other night. I don't think so. I don't think Because I think so. Ryan would have And your screamed. window was open because your AC thing yeah. was yeah. out there. I don't you know hearing it. Anyway, we can end the trash conversation. All this to say, I'm so sick of it. Ryan obviously is having a deep personal crisis over it, but <laughs> the the absolute funniest thing of the whole fucking kitten caboodle is that on one of the dumpsters, somebody graffitied the words smashing and bouncing. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? A hundred percent. It's in like pink, like graffiti. Oh and it's, my yeah. god! <laughs> Smashing and bouncing, That's the best. I know. I love that. I wanted to write on the other, like on another one, like clanging and banging or something, <laughs> <laughs> or crashing and smashing. The, ry- the rhymes recently, You've, like awakened Ugh. some kind of rhyming ability. Yeah, my third grade writing skills are coming right back. <laughs> oh yeah, did you see? I I think I know the reference you were talking about. Not that I know where it's from, like about your Instagram, your bio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I remember it, and I'm sure it's referencing something else, but I remember it from an Eddie Izzard sketch uh-huh. where he goes, oh, you know, the Quakers, the Bakers, the Candlestick Makers? Like, that's what I remember uh-huh. it from. I'm sure it's referring to something else. I don't think. So then so then maybe maybe I should switch it and have, have it be Puzzler Baker Podcast Maker. What do you have it right now? Baker. No, you have no. Puzzler No, you first. definitely have his puzzler. Okay, good. 
We're done with the titles. We don't need to update the titles anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I digress. Back to the theater stories. Oh, because yeah. Because yeah. we we've got my, uh, you know, verbal diarrhea done with the fucking trash. Yeah, I want Marav to start us off. Okay, good. You told, us, you told us that you have a theater pee-pee story. So, um, so when I was listening to your last episode about the purple pee-pee pants story, <laughs> it... <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of uh, a theater pee pee story when I was in college. I will keep, you know, names nameless. Um, <laughs> and we, <laughs> we were doing a musical, and I was the assistant stage manager. I think it was one of two. Yeah, and we were backstage. And the lead was the only one, thankfully who had uh, duplicates of his costume because he had to make a quick change on the opposite side of the stage. Mm. And <laughs> in the show, this character drinks a lot. So he has a bar at his house. That's actually when I learned how to make uh, alcohol out of food coloring. Um, I, I got really good at Jack Daniels with the like nice balance of red, yellow, and blue. Kind of <laughs> that, like, Jack Daniels brown. Um, but he was drinking, <laughs> actually drinking water the entire show because he always takes a drink oh. from his bar. Oh, never bad. good. Never mm. good. Um, and I guess one of the days, it must have been a day we had a matinee and an evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been, I don't actually remember. But, Those crazed, hectic days. Uh, just drinking so much more than you probably normally would. And oh, yeah. I imagine just drinking off stage because singers just do. Um, mm-hmm. And so at some point they're in the, in the middle of like a beautiful duet. And <sighs> he just like runs off stage in the middle of the duet. <laughs> and this poor actress like finishes the duet and is like perfectly lovely and wonderful and I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't looking at the stage at the moment. I think I had to go set something up. And all I hear on the headset from the other ASM on the other side is, okay, guys, 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 when it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours. Meanwhile, the (laughs) stage manager who's front of house in the booth is like, where is actor? And that's when we all like rush to the wings to see if we can find him. He Uh had had an accident. It didn't oh, reach no. the stage. It just like it like went his underarm, like the the one of the pant legs. But he was mortified. Oh, but it was clear. Oh yeah, like he was like he realized it happening, and then he like ran off stage. But it was the opposite side of the stage for me, so I didn't know what was happening. And so oh, just hearing God. when it rains, it pours. Like I was like, well, okay. That is that established code for I peed my someone peed their pants? <laughs> no, they had to explain that to me after the fact. Thank God he was the lead and he had a duplicate costume. We had to rush it over from the other side. And I don't wow. I don't even remember what we did with the quick change. It must have already happened or it was that scene that needed the quick change, but we just like ran it over to the other side. We didn't have to stop or well, stop. We what is theater like and stopping in the middle? That's a Disney thing only. It was not yeah. a Disney. <laughs> like, um, yeah. yeah. We just kind of went and this like lovely actress was just finishing this duet on her own on the stage, just like reaching out to him as he like exited stage right. And it's like, okay. Wow. 
Bye. Wait. Again. Okay. So I'm gonna go to logistics here. Okay. So in the quick change, did you have to touch pee pee pants? <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I did not. Um, I was also on. I, I, that was on the side of, of the stage that I was on. So once I we do, we made sure that the duplicate made it over. I had to go back to help, like continue to do my my part of the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think he just quickly like changed everything and we put everything in a bag and there was like wow. a laundry downstairs and so we did that oh but ugh, he felt I can't even so imagine bad. like having been an actor before like I know that like I would do anything not to pee my pants on stage not to like have to interrupt the scene so like he must have felt so terrible oh my god I, I mean yeah, he, he felt awful I was gonna say he probably okay. did want to do anything except that, and he, yeah. you know, just had peed his pants. Yeah, just <laughs> straight up it happens. When it I'm rains, not... it pours. <laughs> I'm such a I mean, terrible person. It's that. code now. I didn't because I didn't understand what that meant. Like I That's heard like... when it rains, it pours. It rains, it pours. Marav, we need the costume. I was like, okay. Was that that actually like a code that you just didn't know, or is that like just a thing they said? I think it's the first thing that he said. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Because I also think he didn't want to say on headset exactly what happened because there was a lot on on the cop. Yeah, you gotta be a little careful with headsets. Well, you gotta still protect your actors. (laughs) Yeah. They're very sensitive creatures. Yeah, and he was the nicest guy, too. Like, and this was obviously clearly not intentional and was a horrible mistake. And he's, he, I mean, I'm sure he's over it. It was like, what, 15 years ago, for fuck's sake? Like, it's been forever. Um, But I mean, you're you're in college. Like, that's mortifying. You'd think that, but, like, there's definitely theater stuff that I still have nightmares about that was from 15 years ago, so. <laughs> Wait, like, like stupid shit you did? Yeah, or just, like, the the general anxiety of, like, I can't fuck up, I can't fuck up. Like, I have dreams that I'm being asked to perform in a show that I have never been to one rehearsal for. <laughs> Regularly. Like, <laughs> weekly. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I mean, like, they're just like, oh, Jack! we really want you to be in this show, which like shows you how much of a, like how my mind works that I'm like (coughs) fantasizing about acting in a show when I haven't acted in like how many fucking years? Like, I don't know. Every day is an act, Jack. Yeah. Isn't it? So, so yeah. So in these dreams, I'm like this big hot actor. They want me to come. (laughs) And so there's a whole big stage, like big set production with all these moving pieces and props. And like, I'm just thrown on stage and they're like, okay, go. And I'm like, I don't know the moves. I don't know what I'm supposed to touch on stage. I'm like, and everyone is, like thinks I do a great job, but I have no fucking clue. Like it's. What does um, that tell you? That I have anxiety. <laughs> no, no, that you're good at improv. If they're all oh, like, well, yeah, I Jack. So. I mean, I do host a podcast where we make shit up as we go so no there's a lot of this is not made up let's be clear i have not made up any of these fucked up stories we've talked about yeah maybe that's a correction that we should also say is that all of these are true to the best of our knowledge yeah from what we remember yeah yeah (laughs) they were crimes some of them are crimes (laughs) 
I don't remember what show it was. I was working sound, and so I was sitting like in the back of the theater at the Rubicon because like sound? we didn't have. Yeah, or I was doing. I was pushing some kind of button, and I wasn't in the booth though. <laughs> I was just like in the back of the audience. <laughs> That's not sound. But but I was on headset, and all I hear is I think it was Allie. Was it Allie Bennett? It was someone on headset who goes. The best time to wear a striped sweater. It's Toby Tropper. Was, was it Toby again? Yeah. 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 So, you know, singing the SpongeBob sweater Wait, song. Wait, no, 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 no. It was Tyler. Ty- was it? It was Tyler, and it was when we did Midsummer Night's Dream, I think. <laughs> we sang this, the best time to wear a striped sweater. <laughs> Is it from SpongeBob? The ti- yeah, it's from SpongeBob. It's a SpongeBob <laughs> But, like, very quiet. Like, more quiet than you need to be on headset. And, like, <laughs> just in the middle of nowhere. And I'm sitting in the back of the house trying not to lose my mind because the audience is two feet from me. I cannot make noise. But I just hear, the best time to wear a sweater. Oh, my God. I have one of those. Not quite one of those. So, again, in college, I was stage managing, and it was in our little black box theater. And Mm. so the booth had no glass. It was literally immediately behind Uh the last row of the theater. It was made of plywood and had no ventilation. Nope. Uh, (laughs) My beautiful and wonderful and incredible assistant stage manager was one the one and only melissa troop yeah out um if you haven't caught her new instagram uh, i think it's mess with melissa yes she recipes this from a girl who like when we worked at disney together like i feel like she just ate pickles and whiskey like so (laughs) and garlic when she was feeling sick so. Pickles and whiskey is I'm, also a really good Instagram handle. I believe that. I really believe yeah, it. Yeah. No, her new Instagram is really awesome. But anyways, uh, for those of you who don't know her, she's literally one of the funniest people in the history <laughs> of the world. And she has, um, like, Sprite energy. Yeah. Like, mischievous. Drink? No. Oh. Yes. Like a fairy. Like, lemon lime. You God. <laughs> Big lime energy. <laughs> no. Big pickle energy. Yeah. Big pickle energy. <laughs> oh my god. BPE. Uh, so anyway, she's very sarcastic, very dry humor. One of the funniest people I've ever met. And we were doing a Sam Shepard play called Buried Child. If the title alone. <laughs> Sounds really funny, Mariah. You know what? It was yeah, it was quite an effort. No, it was like a knee the major slapper. Th- <laughs> total knee slapper. An major themes are uh, murder and incest. Um, so an all around good time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. only reason I stayed sane during this show is because of Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The problem was she would always make me fun on headset, and it being like a straight play, there weren't a lot of cues to call. So it wasn't like I was busy yeah. doing any work. I was oh, just sitting no. there like waiting for the cues to come. That's and she the would worst. Cracking jokes on headset, and I would try my best to just like I would literally like hold my nose, like I'd hold my nose so I wouldn't giggle like out loud. And I did have a couple of moments where that did happen. I have audience members like turning around, like shushing me. And I was, like, oh my 
Really? Yeah, and normally I'd be really offended, but also, like, they're right. Like, <laughs> that's really rude. <laughs> so really down our play. <laughs> Here I am, like, giggling. Like, they just discovered that, like, the the grandma ended up, like, having a love child with her son, and then they killed the baby and, like, mur- like oh. buried it in the back. Like, casual. Yeah, and, and these. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I, that was the most depressing show I've ever worked on. And I swear to you, Melissa Troop is the reason that my sanity's like a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Wow. 100%. <laughs> she, she is a little ray of sunshine. She brings like this sense of humor wherever she goes that like she could also, if somebody was like, how do you make friends? She would say, she could <laughs> say, I'm like really I'm funny. Nice. Because yeah. she is. She, okay, other fun fact about Melissa. We're just going to talk about Melissa Tripp now. She's cool. going to really, enjo- yeah. really enjoy class. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hope she you're listening. A, yeah. Weirdest thing I've ever found in someone's car. Fake pregnancy belly in the back of Melissa Tripp's car. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> casual. That sounds like a truly theater thing, though. Like, Yeah. 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 Like, things. It's like the Venn diagram of like. Things that either a serial killer or someone who works in theater has in the back. Of oh it. yeah, like yeah, a lot of a tools. Lot of, a lot of tools. Yeah, that was my first. I have impression. a level, remember? Yeah, level, yeah. Level in a Leatherman. A lot of tools. Um, just random costume pieces like a beard and a bald cap and <laughs> like Feathers. I don't know a fake a fake boob. Why not? Well, so in college when. I did spelling bee. Um, mm. <laughs> we needed a costume for Jesus, and I'm pretty sure that Ryan had that costume. And <laughs> my friend Alex, who was like doing double character, and so he was playing the Jesus, wore the Jesus costume that Ryan just like had in his parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> This was the same costume. The reason I knew it existed was because two years before, we went as a lumberjack in a tree for Halloween, and he wore the Jesus beard. Oh, for, the beard. I was like, for the lumberjack. where does Jesus fit into that at all? His hair I mean, is getting to a Jesus place. It's kind of exciting. I know. Pretty soon, he's going to start making me braid it. and He's going to be more hair than man. He, I mean... Which is saying something for a Finnish person. Well, and he also, like, is not a long hair guy. Like, he normally has his hair, like, trim and proper, but quarantine does crazy things to, to all of us. I don't know. He should I try to, like, do a little pom- like pompadour situation. I just want to see what it looks he, like. He's super weird about putting things, like, gel and stuff in his hair, because then he goes, it's all crispy. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, that's the point. Like, Yeah, that's what gel is. It's not going anywhere. What do you, how do how does it's glue? What do you want from it? Yeah, you want me to just put glue in your hair, Johnny Bravo? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Bravo. But he but I know he wants it because sometimes in the morning when he takes my hairbrush and brushes his hair back, he goes, "What do you think of this, Sam?" And like <laughs> Speaking of pickles and theater, Sam. Oh I yeah, this tell... is a very good segue. The pickle jar story. Yeah, this it's kind of, it's kind of a you and me story. Yeah, there were a lot of things happening. So, um, <laughs> let's start this with 
Sam is 17, turning 18. Jack is... 14. Turning 15? Eventually I did turn 15, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this was like the last show that I did before I went off to college. And we were doing Little little, Women. Little Women. And I was the ASM, um, not the calling stage manager. So I got to be backstage. Um, And because... Jack and I just, like, worked on so many things together. Jack was on crew for this story. And I thought everything was going great until I heard the secret. The secret. Yeah. Tell me the story now. Well, so wasn't it... Didn't it start with you were standing in... We had that, like, weird, like, wing that was, like, right off of the stage. And it was just, like, behind a curtain. Yeah. And were you trying... No, Christina was trying to find her clipboard that was on the ground and she is feeling around in the dark because of course it's right off the stage and she starts to grope up your leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> the first thing that happened. Yeah, and so I felt somebody like grabbing at my leg and I had in the to, like, pitch black. Pitch, pitch ass black. dark. In a room yeah. full of furniture. Like in a wing it's full like, of furniture. Yeah. Ugh. It's either very funny or horror story beginnings yeah that gave me the heebie-jeebies i'm like please don't get murdered (laughs) so so i don't know what happened but we had to do this set change and like i don't remember being very involved in it or at least my part was very like like no it was only funny because you had just been grabbed by christina oh that's right that's right okay so here's what was happening we had a piano that was on stage that needed to go off stage. And what that entailed was the curtain had to be moved. Someone had to push the piano back and the curtain had to come forward. Now, this sounds like a simple operation. But there was, however, it needed to happen in a matter of seconds. And also this curtain wait, was wait, very wait. unruly. It's never a simple operation. No. no. And there was like a Christmas tree somewhere. So just And there was a Christmas mind. tree in the way. Of course there yeah, was. Yeah. So I think what it was is that I was the one who was like, I went on stage, I was going to turn around and push the piano back. And we had this like really specific timing of like, as you do, I, I have a few seconds, I get on stage, I turn and I push if the curtain is there or not, you just go because the curtain is gonna move. What happened was, oh, you know what? No, I must have been pulling the curtain. Because (laughs) what happened next was. I'm going to pull the curtain, and yet I feel a hand reach out and completely palm my breast. Just <laughs> what? <laughs> just pickle jar my boob completely through this curtain. So there's me, there's curtain, there's hand. Hand is groping boob through curtain. Just yoink. Total grab. So what has happened is Christina was supposed to go on and push the piano. And again, this is happening in the dark. It's all very quick. She has missed the piano and is trying <laughs> and is trying to push my boob <laughs> instead of the piano. So I have to be like, I have to be like, Christina, no, no, go back, go back. This <laughs> is not the piano. And so finally, she like pushes the piano off. We get the curtain closed, and the show is continuing like it's quick it's little women people are you know crying people are small they're women it's happening (laughs) (laughs) and we are backstage trying not to lose our minds crying with laughter because she has just 
so deeply it groped my boob. <laughs> was this an accident? Was this on purpose? Was it? Like, oh, no, it's a it total was accident. So she was trying to push the piano, but she just missed because it's in pitch black doing all of this. And it just happened oh to be God. that my boob was the correct height that she expected the piano to be. <laughs> she was, I mean, she apologized like a thousand million times. And then we started laughing double hard because Sam, you were like, and you grabbed my leg earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, that was you. <laughs> yeah. So basically it was how one person you know, did a little a little theater groping of both of oh us. In one was the leg grab intentional, or was that also accidental? No, no, no. She was looking for a clipboard. She just had a really rough day in the dark that day. It was a really bad day in the dark. Yeah, because sometimes say- you're like, I know exactly where everything is. Glow tape has been charged, and then there's other days where you're like, Welp, I was just l- looking right into a light, and now I'm blind. So, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, glow tape charging is actually the best job. It really up. is. It's so fun. You don't have to do anything. You don't anything. have to lift anything. You don't have to push anything. Yeah. You just go around yeah. with a flashlight and like run it over the glow tape and you go, it's my I'm favorite. working really hard. Sorry, can't help yeah. you. Charging Safety glow tape. first. Safety yeah. first. It's just really satisfying too. <laughs> I would sometimes like yeah. charge it and then just kind of like cup my hands and look through to make sure that it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marab, were we charging the same glow tape? Because that was... <laughs> I think we were. But I was gonna uh, say yeah. is that um, I lost my turn of thought. <laughs> God damn it! Glow tape, yeah, man, it'll get you. It'll ya. come to me. It'll come to me. Yeah. So that's the 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 pickle jar the pickle jar story. I just oh remember we were laughing so hard and like crying, but also had to be completely silent so that the show wasn't disrupted and like. It just all happened so fast, you know? <laughs> wait, wait, no. This reminds me of when we did Our Town and Toby did The Flasher. Oh, my God, yes. There's so many good Toby Trapper stories. I, I know. know he's listening and he knows how influential he was on our team. We, sh- we should tag him and be like, yeah, Toby, <laughs> you should know. No, I remember. So we were doing Our Town and I don't know if you've seen Our Town, but in the third act they're like there's a bunch of people sitting there who are like just in chairs and they're supposed to be like graves and mm. it's a really really long boring like super super dry <laughs> super <laughs> like you are sitting there doing nothing for an hour and a half like Ooh. yeah and so you have to be like so as a stage manager like i could like see them and like you know whatever but for some reason we <laughs> We got fixated that it would be really funny if, like, in the middle of the act, at some point, Toby, who was, like, the dead farmsman or something, would do, like, the flasher with his arms and his legs, which is, like... Because <laughs> he had the, like... Didn't he have, like, a flasher coat that he was wearing, something. basically? There was something. Yeah. And so I joked with him every day, like, as a stage manager, I probably shouldn't have been like, you should fuck up the scene because it would be funny for me. <laughs> but like, the or last we day. Were managing the same shows? Cause, like, I know. <laughs> so the last day, it was like the last act and he did like a very small mini flasher with his hands and I saw it and I like cried real tears in the booth because it was so fucking funny. And like, 
Because they're, they're just the dryness of that whole thing. And just to see this little hint of movement. Yeah. Like, Grover's uh, Corners. Grover's Corners. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That was such a dumb. <laughs> that show is so bad. I don't think I mean, I've actually can't ever even... seen a Reddit. And it's one of those quintessential plays that you, you probably should at some point. I don't remember anything about the plot at all. Oh, nothing. Well, the TLDR of the plot is like there's this one scene where Red and Ariana were like breaking beans, and then everyone had to learn I how do to mime. Beans. And yeah. then uh, was it Dylan and Ariana like went to a soda shop and had to mime the entire like the whole thing was miming. There was like no props, and, and they kissed, and they kissed, and then. Yeah. They got married and had a baby and then someone dies. Like, it's very cyclical. But so, in college, I had to do Our Town set in the, like, Gikuyu region of Africa. So I had to, like, research this, like, African tribe and then, like, create a whole set design. And and then when I was... It was really cool. It was a really fun project. And I was like, thank God I already know fucking our town because I don't know anything about Africa. So I only got like, but yeah. And then I talked about our town and that's how I got into UCLA. Our town, man, sucks, useful. I think you're the only person who's ever found it useful. Though. <laughs> I don't believe say. that. I don't believe that. Oh, so one of my other theater stories uh, is actually so when I was at Disney and I was working at Disney Junior it was a puppet show. And uh, we had one live actor who basically interacted between the puppets and the audience. Like, and he, you know, they, it was a... Um, translator? Kind of a, yeah, not a translator, but kind of like the, the, the connective thread between the audience and the puppets. Um, mm. And the target puppet. audience... Yeah. Uh, the target audience is like zero to maybe five or six years old. Um <laughs> Parents love this show because that's when they got to, like, come into an indoor building in the air conditioning and, like, puff back out. It was great. Mm. Um, so, this one actor, Jacob, who played Casey, this actor, he gave me the biggest heart attack of my life do- doing a show. And it still does remain one of my favorite shows that I've ever done. And he remains one of my favorite actors that I've ever worked with. I would have to um, get a decaset and a pit is set from the backstage crew. Decaset means that the actor is ready, and pit is set means that the puppet, the puppeteers were ready. So I got both. Show is starting now. This was all automated, so it was all run on SimT program. So like, you hit the button and shit just goes. Can't really stop it. Mm. And so we started the show, <laughs> and. <laughs> You hear this, like, trill of the show, and now in this automated program, like, everything is automated. The lights, the sounds, the automated scenery as well. So we have this, like, slider that opened with a spotlight, and that's where the actor should be. And then the slider closes, (laughs) and that's how you kind of start the show. Slider opens spotlight on an empty stage. There is no Jacob. (laughs) There is no Jacob. And I think it may have been the first time I'd ever actually worked with him I was still fairly new on this show as a calling stage manager I like stand right up and I push the chair back pretty sure it fell I don't remember and I get on the PA and I page him and I go Jacob question mark (laughs) (laughs) at which point now the stage where the puppeteers were underneath was this half circle 
stage, like thrust stage, and in the upper part of the of the half circle, there was an opening into the pit. You can actually see into the into the understage. The puppeteers who are on rolling stools, two of which like rolled back on the stools into this opening to look and stare right at me, pointing and laughing. You can hear them in the audience. Meanwhile, I'm like freaking out. And I look over to the tech on my right-hand side. He's like back and forth, like shaking in his chair, crying, peeing his pants, like <laughs> laughing so hard. And the, the poor tech who told me that he was ready was like, what just happened? He was there. Turns out they got into this huge debate or argument or conversation in the green room backstage about some scheduling, some bullshit, like, nonsense conversation but that you could get really heated on he like yeah. came out of the greener and said i'm ready i'm good i'm listening everything's great show started and they're having a conversation nope. and the, no <laughs> the, uh, the puppeteers who were um swung out of that show were like i think the show is starting and he apparently <laughs> places is from- places motherfuckers i know <laughs> i will say scheduling at disney is a hot topic so like while I was really mad, I also understand. Um, also, like, so... I doubt any of the toddlers <laughs> knew what was going on. No, the toddlers didn't care, and the right. parents were like, oh, oh, that's funny. Um, but from the tech, his uh, perspective was, if you look to the right, he could see the green room door. If you look to the left, it was the backstage. And his recount of, of Jacob was like, yeah, man, I've never seen the Roadrunner in real life before, but... Uh, Jacob just like <laughs> sprinted out of the green room, like around the corner into the backstage to like enter the seat. Now the slider had already closed because it was automated to close after a certain amount of time. So he's having oh to like God. claw his way out to like open the slider <laughs> to run on stage and just like <sighs> clapping like out of breath. He hit center stage in order for the um, queue to open literally all of the six traps on the stage. He hit it right on the mark, center stage. He was so discombobulated, but we were like, where the magic begins. Okay. <laughs> I promise you this whole event lasted maybe six or seven seconds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go into bullet time when these things happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. well, and of course, as a stage manager, the you know, the show starts and your actor's not there. So your first instinct is cool well he died so <laughs> i guess he said how do we do this rest yeah. of the show without him yeah, yeah. Well, moving on our biggest contingency like if anything was to go wrong and we were to try to draw things out so that we could resume was a game called casey says can't it's like simon says but with casey that was the character and it was like well i can't play mm. casey says without casey um also <laughs> it's just says at that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like the tech next to me is dying laughing. The techs backstage are dying laughing. It was the best crew I could have ever asked for that day. And like <laughs> he finally came out and we were able to like, I mean, we resumed right on time and it was great. I just had my heart fall straight through my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool. Oh, I don't know what God. I'm going to do. One of my favorite actors in the history of the world, like one of the nicest guys, most talented dudes, who just like literally got lost in this deep conversation and missed his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I mean, the amount of stuff that went on in that park 
of just like <laughs> farting around instead of actually doing theater. Like <laughs> it was just insane. Like when I did minis, like if I had good character hosts that day, like it was so much fun. And if I had a good tech, it was like even better. And yeah. I remember what's a character host? A character host is one of the people who like is in like just like regular clothes that goes with the character so that there's mm. like a buddy. Cool. Yeah, so like if you ever do meet and greets and photo, you know, photographs and autographs, oh, they're the yeah. ones that usually yeah. They're um, like the body man kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, they yeah. like Mickey's bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. So that like someone can say like, "Oh no, Mickey's got to go. Don't grab him in the butt." Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um uh-huh. so Which people do. So. Yeah. So for Minnie's Fly Girls, there was um Mickey, two character hosts, um or no, it was Minnie, two character hosts another mini i mean (laughs) the same mini quotes 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 um but the way the show was run was just me and then a technician standing out in the fucking blaring sun like pressing no shade over there at all no it was like concrete jungle so like i had to wear like specific shoes that like broke the dress code because my back hurt so bad because you couldn't walk you were just standing but anyway I, there was one day that we were standing there, me and like my favorite tech who I worked with, and we're just doing the show, regular things are happening, and all of a sudden, (laughs) a bird flies into him, hits him in the back of the head, bounces (laughs) onto me, smashes me in the head, and then flies away. Yes. And I was like, and I was like... What just happened? And I look up and the character host is like, I don't know, 15 feet away and just looking at me like he saw the whole thing happen and was like, just like mouth agape. Like he's in front of the whole audience looking at the show. And I was like, I just looked at the tech and I was like, do we need to get tetanus shots? Like, it was just the absolute weirdest thing that had ever happened and it was so gross a strange bird just flew right into us and like he's like partially bald so it like touched his skin oh yeah the wildlife in those parks man when i was doing jedi training in tomorrowland i thought mine was bad no yours is by far worse but um you know those big like (laughs) beetles oh no bugs uh or those June bugs, they're like the really big beetles. Like, I imagine, like, like Lion King, the kind of beetles that Pumbaa is, like, hunting. The grub. The really big <laughs> ones. Yeah, it's, like, sterile. Yeah. Um, so there, turns out, I learned this from um, Horticulture Henry, who, I don't know if you've ever met him, but he was, I like, did. He yes! came and saved us. Wait, tell Jack who Horticulture Henry is. Horticulture Henry is the most attractive, nicest man who works for the horticulture um department i don't know if he still does but he did at the time um and so like anytime you had to deal with critters you're like okay let's call horticulture gotta call henry hopefully henry you know horticulture henry would show up oh my god the (laughs) nicest like just most attractive like sweet man and i was like can you get this like um spider eggs for me thanks um because it's southern california and there's like black widows so that's the same spider city spider city Um, so turns out Horticulture Henry taught me that these beetles are 
predominantly blind. Like their sense of sight is not very good, but their sense of hearing is very good. And the Jedi training Ooh. show, anytime it would start, it would start with like really deep reverberating bass. And that always attracted them. I was like, why do they always come at the top of the show? What? Oh, that's so annoying. Um, and <laughs> I was always really afraid. And they never hit me or anything. But one of my biggest fears was that one would like hit me in the head. And because they're, um, the it's not talent, like on their, on their uh, legs, they have the like, the barbs. The barbs that like oh let them stick. Oh my god! For those hearing me who don't know what I look like, I have really big Jewish curly hair. My biggest fear was oh that my god, they would, it was like, gonna get lost in there. Get stuck in my hair. Yeah. And so like I've definitely had plenty of audience members like see me like ducking and like laughing at me as I'm ducking <laughs> or, or being like, oh my god, you poor thing, are you okay? Like kind of sign language. Are you okay? Oh my god! You you know what you needed is one of those like electrocuted like tennis rackets for bugs and just like whap them off as like swat them. One of our actors, it was either Kwame or RC. One of them actually uh, accidentally swatted one with a lightsaber. That was pretty cool. (laughs) Did it like explode? No, it just kind of like went on the ground. (laughs) That'd be cool if it exploded. No, it didn't. It just kind of like. Wait, you guys, I didn't tell you this. I was trying to fall asleep the other night. Uh-oh. And I, I have my bedtime routine is I have to just lay in bed, not on technology. I literally have to stare at the ceiling until I get tired. Otherwise, I can't fall asleep. I just need time for my brain to just like go and process before I try and sleep. So the way my bedroom is set up is that my bed is like in the middle of the long wall. And then the short wall has one side is my closet. And then the other side has my window and my dressers i'm familiar so i almost I'm, died of heat stroke in that room yeah yes it's true but marav hasn't been in my room sure. so i thought i'd explain that i know i just so i'm giving you a hard time <laughs> yeah this room does get really fucking hot maybe you should open um, the window once in a while i can't it's dangerous okay good about this anyway ssdgm jack so yes so I'm laying in bed, I'm staring at the ceiling, and out of the corner of my eye, nope, nope. I see something scurrying up my blackout curtain. <laughs> and I go, oh no. And this is after last night, to this story, the night before, I had killed a big old spider. And the night before that, I had killed a big old spider. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck they're coming from. No. So I... I'm like up. I know immediately there's no ignoring this. I have to go get a tissue and I have to kill whatever this thing is. Where was Pigby to help you? Yeah. She's asleep. She doesn't do fucking shit for me. I have to hunt all <laughs> the flies myself. I She's useless. Let me send Evie. She'll get it. It's okay. Hazel wouldn't care either. Yeah. <laughs> she's a big scary pit bull in looks only. She is completely useless otherwise. So I go, I grab the tissue, I come back and it is disappearing. And I'm like... <laughs> right this is the worst thing that could happen so i'm like jiggling the the curtain because i figure like maybe nope. if i can like rustle it out of its hiding place nope. and as i do it comes like, pew, like <laughs> zooming <laughs> zooming up the side of the curtain like real fast to the point that like i don't even know what it was all i do is i just slam my arm out <laughs> I hope that this thing is fucking caught under this tissue and I'm like frozen because I've had to move so quickly that I I don't know what's under this tissue. It could have been anything. It wasn't a spider because it was going really fast. Oh my god what if it was like a tiny mouse? No it wasn't so sad. I did it under 
a tissue and it. Yeah, mouse is a little bigger than that. I could. T- <laughs> I okay. I can tell you that much. It was. <laughs> it was Mickey. It was <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Got to get Horticulture no. Henry come to your bedroom and clean that up. I know. God, he's attractive. I did kill whatever it was. I don't know what it was. Did you look? It was mush. It was mush by the time I looked. Oh my god! How hard did you slam it? Because it was moving. I had to go, Sam. I was. I had to go real fast. It was like <laughs> the flash over here. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you, Pigby just like lifted her head and yes, laid it right back down. That was it. <laughs> like that's all yes. Pigby. Exactly, exactly. Some guard dog Pigby. you are, Pigby. I know. She's the worst. She's like giving up on fly killing. I'm like, what is your point if you're not going to kill flies for me? Evie kills flies. Hazel hunts lizards. Oh, does oh, she really? that's a good one. Yeah. Our, mom's do- our mom's dogs do that. I no, mean, no, she's not hunt, good at Like, mold. They hunt squirrels. Well, but lizards, too. I mean. Yeah. No, the little, uh, like, lizards that we learned about this one. Has she caught one? Huh? Did she catch one? Yeah, so she caught one. Here's where she's not good. Is that she'll Uh-oh. like catch it and then like lift her pot and look at it and then it runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not Pigwell. very smart, are you? <laughs> oh my! It's God. like Pig will try and like claw something to move it, but she'll stand on whatever she's trying to move with one hand and <laughs> yeah. try and move it with the other. I'm like, dude, you're gonna get nowhere yeah. doing that. What are you expecting? Like, come on. So like. Uh, in the new house, we did these inspections, and the guy was like, you know, it doesn't really look like you have any rodents or anything, and I was like, if we do, they won't be there for long, because I've got a little corgi that wants to get a rat real fucking bad. <laughs> like, like, that shit's not gonna fly. I can see yeah. her just, like, sitting there being like, Come on, mom, put me up for the job. I want to do it. Let me do it. <laughs> no, it would be like, I just don't see her for 15 minutes. And then she comes back with a dead rat in her mouth and Oof. like mud all over her feet. Gross. Like, yes. Yeah, that would definitely oh be what happens. But yeah, so, so our mom's dogs like hunt various little creatures and then we'll like play toss between the two of them with it. They're like killer whales with it. It's really disgusting. <laughs> killer whales. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, killer whales will, like, play with seals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I understand that that's, like, what they're supposed to do in their nature. It doesn't make it any less gross or disturbing. They're a house dog. There's plenty of shit they don't do that is, like, dog nature. Why does that one have to <laughs> I mean, didn't Pigby find you a bat? Yeah, that was what? that's true. Um, really early on, like right after I had adopted her, we were on a walk and she like starts uh, like wrestling in a bush. And I, <laughs> I kind of ignored it because I didn't know like all of her her tells at the time. And now I know that she was smelling something delicious and dead <laughs> she acts when she's doing that. And so I'm just like standing there and she's like taking a long time and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then she, like, removes her head from this bush, and she's got some kind of, either it's, like, a blackbird or a bat. Or it's something small and black and winged in her <laughs> mouth, and it's certainly dead and flat fuck. It is flat. It is. And I just, like, yeah! Like, I immediately, like, make her, I 
I don't think I touched it. I was like, just drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. <laughs> and, like, and she just was like, what? Okay. And it was, it was really heinous, disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I remember you like sending me a text or something that was like, well, I'm never kissing Pigby again. <laughs> How long did that last? Like four seconds. No, I'm pretty sure time. it was like, like 12 oh, hours. You're gross. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was like 12 hours. Mm, it might have been a couple hours, but <laughs> I do that pretty regularly where I'm like, you're fucking gross. You just ate poop off of the street. I'm never going to kiss you again. And then I like make her drink some water and then I'm like, okay, come here. <laughs> you're fine. I love you. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, can we end with the way that we started? Can you hear the motherfucking construction outside of my apartment? No, not at all. Oh my God. Thank, I hear it's like what beeps like that forever like a big ass truck yeah and then on stuck in reverse no no no. and then on top of it there's like the it's like they're testing like a tsunami alarm like i can't wait to get the fuck out of san francisco all right everyone thank you so much for listening um don't forget that you can follow us on instagram and twitter at i'm like real funny and I want to say thank you so much, Mara, yes. for joining us. Thank you for having Yay. me. So fun. Yeah, so much you. fun. Thank you. So much fun. And I'm, and I'm Jack. And I'm Sam. And this has been... I'm, like, really funny. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.